Let's get it, let's get it, let's get it. It's your boy Sully on the Excuse Me podcast, Maximize the Moment podcast. God has a word for you today. So welcome and welcome, welcome. Thank you for being here. Let's get it. Let's digest what God has for us today. And today we're going to talk about movement. God had movement in mind when he designed creation. The world is spending a thousand miles per hour a day, traveling through space at 30 kilometers per second or 67,000 miles per hour, which over a year's time frame puts us at 586 million miles traveled. That means if you just sat on your couch and did nothing, you've literally traveled 586 million miles through space. From cradle to grave, there is movement. From our bodies to the far reaches of the heaven, there's continuous movement to your very existence in terms of your heart continuously beating in your chest. There is movement. Your heart stops moving and you stop moving. You die. Your breathing, the air that's ingested into your lungs is movement. The way your body fends off disease, there is a lot of movement there to the synapses that fire off in your brain. On average, the human brain contains 100 billion neurons. Each neuron may be connected up to 10,000 other neurons, passing signals to each other via as many as 1 trillion synapses. Heaven is full of movement from the singing and praise to the angels and the cherubims, to God himself, to the place that God has prepared for us. Hell, hell is full of movement from the torture to the gnashing of teeth to the angels that were casted down into the darkness and those who unfortunately inhabit such a place. Physics is a science that deals with physical matter and energy and the process to which they interact. That is movement. That interaction is movement. All things can be seen in the lens of movement. And the definition of movement is an act or a process of change The definition of movement is an act or a process of change in place, posture, or position. And as we pray, that is a place, posture, and position to how we dialogue with God. As we read God's word, that is a place, posture, and position. As we fast, you guessed it, we are putting ourselves in a place to better be postured for a position that opens us up to God's power. We do these things out of our faith that opens the spirit to cause movement in our lives. Movement can drive movement. We move in faith and the spirit moves in our lives. Okay, so today I'm going to talk about my man Gideon. And Gideon was moving in a place that He was not supposed to be because of the oppressive Midianites. And we can see this in Judges 6 and 7. We we look at Gideon and Gideon was in a wine press when we first encountered Gideon and he's threshing wheat. He's in a place of hiding because of the oppressive Midianites. And God moves on Gideon. An angel of the Lord called Gideon a mighty warrior and Gideon called himself the least. Can I offer what we call ourselves, what we label ourselves can cause movement in our lives. It can cause us to move into horrible, enslaving, distractive, or disruptive circumstances. Again, we can see this formulate in the physical, mental, emotional, spiritual arenas of our lives. And can I offer another thought 
on the other side of that coin is can can I offer what God calls us to be, can move us in healthy, life-changing, life-altering, life-shattering, unbelievable directions only God can cause. So God, in the story of Gideon, helps him move. He moved Gideon out of a wine press. He moved Gideon to building the right altars. He moved on Gideon to go from 30,000 troops to 300, and he wasn't even from Sparta. Examine who God has around you. Who is God moving from around you? God moved on the Midianites. Excuse me, Gideon moved on the Midianites, and God moved out the Midianites. Faith is movement catalyzing the movement of God. I often say obedience is an opportunity. And Gideon was apprehensive if we look at him. Gideon was scared. Gideon needed a sign every step of the way. So not so not only did God move on Gideon, but God, Gideon was apprehensive, right? Gideon was timid. Although God had called him a warrior, he didn't move warrior-like at that point in time. How many of us can relate? We can relate to being resistant. We can be relate to being hesitant. I know I can relate if I'm being transparent, but if we connect the dots looking backward and our faith moves us forward, we connect the dots looking backward and our faith moves us forward. We see what God's faithfulness generation, generation after generation, and that propels our faith because God is a consistent mover. He is consistent in his movement. God has never not kept his word or a promise. And in the book of Judges, that's what we see in the struggle. That's where we meet Gideon, right? We see the struggle, the forgetting of God's faithfulness. Every 30 to 40 years that Israelites lose the touch point. They don't have the same experiences their forefathers had. And that is an important note to make from a human standpoint, not an excuse standpoint, but from a human one to understand. I can't relate to what happened during the civil rights era. I cannot relate to the men that went through World War II. I can't relate to those that were directly affected in Vietnam because I wasn't there. But I can seek, I can move, and I can move myself to a place of understanding to how we should live, how we should be inclusive across demographics, how I can take the lessons learned and apply them to warfare. We do the same with God. I can pray. I can meditate on his word daily to see the faithfulness and I can see God's character. God works in tandem with us. God's spirit moves in us and we move in him. God moved in patience with Gideon. And I hope and I pray that someone that's listening to this on the line, someone that can relate to when I say God moves in patience with us. Although we may be hesitant and resistance to the unknown, God is patient with us. God continued to show signs to Gideon, even though he was hesitant, and that propelled his faith. And I, and I am grateful that God is a patient God, and God moved Gideon from a wine press to a warrior. How many of us need to move from our wine presses? God has called you into something. God has called you to take over something. God has called you in a direction, and you're in that wine press, and he says, no, you're a mighty warrior. Go forth. And we're saying, hey, hey, no, show me a sign. And so we need to connect the dots looking backwards so our faith can propel us forward, right? God's faithfulness and what he's done for us in our lives and what he's done from generations after generations. And we can connect the dots looking at the canon of the word. So I want you to look at that. God is always faithful. God's going to keep that covenant. What has God called you that you haven't yet accepted like Gideon? 
Where has God been patient with you? How are you emulating God's patience in your life? Movement is a process. Where is God moving you in this process, in this time, in your life? Thank you for joining me today. Every moment minimizes a moment not maximized. Be great. Be brilliant. Be blessed and maximize the moment. Let's get it and let's move.